What's up, Cuzzies? Welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. For today's episode, we're pulling into the next stop of the Great Cuzzies Road Trip. The Great Cuzzy Road Trip is an informational road trip highlighting every amusement park in America, as well as roadside attractions and places to eat along the way. Today's stop brings us to the land of Luda! Luda! Coaster Bro. Welcome to Atlanta, Jack and Hammers and Vogues, back to the Mackin and Jack and the Clothes, adolescents packing a four, a knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know, the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me, I suppose, Chef Jeff in the rolls, and Costa Bros in the cut supreme, skating down old Nat, getting tucked and lean, I split your spleen, as a matter of fact I split your team, no blood on the sneaks, gotta keep it so my kicks is clean. Welcome. To the Atlanta episode of the Coaster Cuzzies Road Trip. How you doing, Jeff? <laughs> Terrific. That was probably my favorite intro of any show that we've done. And anytime you can reference Welcome to Atlanta by Ludacris, it's going to be a good show. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. Um, as listeners probably know, I used to live in Atlanta. Great city. A lot to highlight there. A lot of good food to eat. A lot of good coasters to ride, especially now. And um, gosh, it's just going to be a hell of a show, Jeff. And I, I visited him once while he lived there. So, I mean, it's another show where I've actually been <laughs> where we're going to be. So that's, yeah. that's always a plus. when I can offer some firsthand for a change. It is super exciting. I remember, I remember you drove down. It was very sweet. You came down and, and visited me at work. I hooked you up with a flash pass while I was working at the park. And um, then we went on a little Carowin slash Dollywood trip. That was fun. So gentle edit to how I arrived at the park. Uh, <laughs> I flew in oh, shit. and got an Uber. No, you're good. You're good because it's still funny. Uh, I The Uber driver, super nice, don't remember his name, saved my life. I know he was former military and that's about all I remember, other than the fact that he spent entirely too long talking about Crystal Burger. <laughs> um, and then dropped me off at the edge of the park because mostly I didn't know where to go. I'd never been there before. Started wandering, uh, and I think you told me to kind of meet you at the employee gate. And I went there, you mentioned had your, your suitcase. name, you knew who you were. Yeah, I had my freaking luggage that I wandered up to employee A security check security with. <laughs> and they made me stand there until you came out and greeted or something. I don't remember what it was or called. I don't remember, but I was standing out there for probably the better part of 20 minutes uh just stand just some dudes and all these employees are coming in for their work day and there's just some dude standing at security with luggage there's a so, really good chance that i because you had to put your luggage in my truck i remember that's what we had to do and um yeah. i'm pretty sure i was teaching no, I a class <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you was, were that's i think that's what caused the delay in getting out there so i was like checking my phone but also teaching a class it wasn't good but it was a, uh, it was good. I'm glad you got in there and you had like a little day to yourself there. So, yeah, no, it was. I mean, I I would do it all over again the exact same way because if there's anything I love, it's uncomfortable situations. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> and um, with a stranger too, uh, they they probably fell in love with you in those twenty minutes. You probably had all sorts of conversations with that security officer. Yeah, yeah, we still talk. 
I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are but talking no, about – Yeah, it was a good day. Yes, we are talking about Six Flags Over Georgia today. Um, full disclaimer, I used to work at the park. And my views and opinions don't have anything to do with that situation. But um, my bias, probably does. I, I love this park. <laughs> and if you have any sort of doubts about his viewpoint on the park, I'll surely give you mine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and I know you can probably talk about the history here. I used to teach a class and used to teach the history a little bit of this. There's a whole slide I put together and I'm making you do this, but um, I'll, I'll just correct you if you're wrong about anything. Yeah, that works for me. And honestly, this one might be a little more brief than you might expect for a park of this size. So feel free to add anything worthwhile. Um, Six Flags Over Georgia opened in 1967, becoming the second Six Flags Park in existence following Six Flags Over Texas, making Six Flags the first U.S. theme park operator to operate parks at multiple locations. The park opened featuring a number of rides and entertainment, including a dolphin show, and one of the park's current coasters, the Dahlonega Mine Train. And apologies if I mispronounced that. You nailed sure it. That's just how I heard it. Nope, you nailed it. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, the park added several rides over the years and finally added their own Hurricane Harbor in 2014. That is a wonderful story there. Um, you pretty much nailed it all. Angus Wynn. He's right. like, hey, you know what? This is now a chain. So this is the park that made Six Flags a chain. And um, that's pretty exciting stuff. So good stuff there. Um, I think you actually nailed most of the history. It's not very exciting. It's more Six Flags history that I taught. Um, like as a company uh, rather than just, just Georgia? Yeah, like the Georgia stuff is like, we were second in pretty much everything. We had the second mine train. We had the second... You know, Arrow, Log well, Flume, or the second Six Flags chain. Well, number number two was one of the most entertaining Austin Powers characters. So, so let's talk roller coasters. They got a great roller coaster lineup here, and um, I'm going to go through and highlight them, and then we're going to rank the top and bottom of this. Which I found the bottom uh, somewhat difficult to this park, but we'll we'll get there when that that comes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. So the first one to highlight, we have the 1997 edition, Batman the Ride. Wow. Um, were you there when it was running backwards, by the way? Was that? Or had it gone uh, back forwards by then? It was the fall, I, so it was back forwards, I think. I think it was forwards. Thank goodness. It was a really bad backwards ride. I couldn't do backwards anyway, at least now. Although my visit was in 2016. I think, yeah. or 17. No, it was 17 because it was the last year of... Uh, maybe it was 16. I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. There's not much to say. Uh, some people say this is one of the more intense Batmans the ride. I don't know that I believe that because all of them are the same to me. Um, the theming is okay on it. It's Batman the ride. What more do you want? Um, 1992, we saw the addition of Blue Hawk, formerly known as Ninja at the time. Um, this is a fairly unique coaster in that it came from, um, Wildwood, New Jersey. So it used to operate on the beach there and it was from a former park called Dinosaur Beach, <laughs> which is a, a cool name for a beach, I think. And it was called mm -hmm. Kamikaze, which is a 
a pretty fun name, I guess, for yeah, very very fitting in the theme of Dinosaur Beach. Did you ride this one? Yeah. Did you ride it as Blue Hawk or as Ninja? Blue Hawk. How did you like Blue Hawk? It was stiff. Stiff. Yeah, it was stiff. I mean, it's a what in my brain I kind of. And I, you know, I won't really give too much away, but I categorize this as one of the uh, one of the not, not so good ones. One of the not so good, yeah. Okay. And yeah, no, just I don't need to do it again. Got my credit. Not Fair the enough. most brutal, but I don't need to do it. I got to ride it as Ninja and as Blue Hawk, and I will say. The transition from what it used to be is, is night and day. So imagine riding that as Ninja. You you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. St. Louis already has a bad enough one. Yeah, this one is uh, much better than that one, I think. But anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, you nailed the pronunciation on this one. I would say ninety-five percent of people do not know how to pronounce this ride. It is the Dahlonega Mine Train, the nineteen sixty-seven. Um, mine train, which it was the second mine train created, like adult adult size. What, what would you train. say is the most common incorrect pronunciation? People just fuck it up hard. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know how to mispronounce it now because I I've had to correct so many people. Um, yeah, Delagna. Um, <laughs> Delagna is pretty popular, Delogna. but honestly. You've got that country song, uh, a little dive bar in Dahlonega. It's a popular song. Ashley McBride mm-hmm. sings it. I think everybody should know it by now. But um, Dahlonega, just so you know, that name isn't just random. It is actually a North Georgia city. Um, and in 1828, there was a gold rush in Dahlonega. Um, so this is kind of dedicated to that. And it's in the Georgia section of the park, so it, it, it ties in pretty well. It's actually kind of well-themed. Oh, well, the idea of it is. The actual ride is in a field. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Um, but yeah, decent. Decent little mine train. Hey, uh, 2011 saw a pretty good addition. Um, Daredevil Dive, which is a custom Gerslauer Eurofighter. Really, it feels more unique than a lot of the Gerslauers. It's it's more swooping inversions, um, whether you like that or not. Um, it does have the lap bar, which is a big deal for 2011. Um, those Eurofighters are just kind of getting those lap bars. Now, it is a low-capacity ride, which is a, a huge knock to it. Most of your Eurofighters have eight to a car. This has six. Um, so that that knocks it down a peg. Make sure you ride it early if you do ride it. Um and then in 1999, saw the addition of Georgia Scorcher, the B&M stand-up. And I believe it was the last B&M stand-up that, that B&M made um, until, you know, they just relaunched the the surf coaster, which I don't know if we categorize that as stand-up anymore. I don't know how that works. You, I think you skipped this one. Did you skip Georgia Scorcher or did you ride it? Uh, I don't think it was open. Okay, I think, I think you're right. Straight up down visited. That, that's fair. Well, in 2006, um, I would argue this was the coaster that put this park on the map, coaster-wise. Uh, Goliath, the B&M hyper coaster that 
starts in the middle of the park, jets out past the front gate, does a little helix, and comes back to the middle of the park. Uh, really good ride. Um, really good ride. I, I love this ride. Um, mm-hmm. Not to give anything away. I also love other coasters on this list. It's hard mm-hmm. not to give away our top five. Yeah. I'm working on it. Um, the next coaster to highlight, you have the Great American Scream Machine, which is a William Cobb creation. Um, great name for a ride. Great American Scream Machine. It's painted red, white, and blue. It looks great. Uh, you got the famous picture of like it flooding because the Chattahoochee River sits next to the park. And like part of the tracks going underwater, and everybody loves to dig that up from time to time. Um, but some bad news with that ride in 2018 when they took away the Georgia Cyclone roller coaster. Um, so this ride used to operate with three deep in a car and they had buzz bars. Well, Six Flags is going to Six Flags and they're very corporate and they had to go down to those uh, individual lap bars. So they decided to move the Georgia Cyclone trains over. And it has made this ride shit from what I've heard. Like really bad. Um, I don't know that I want to ever rewrite it if I know how bad it is because it was actually pretty decent with the three, three bench across. I thought it was fine. Uh, I'm not pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, it was fine because it was an out and back. It didn't seem too rough. I mean, it was rough, but it was bearable, you know? We'll but maybe they should just rip that thing down and expand their water park. That could be a good idea. I saw, I, I did not vet this information, but I saw, like, I had, I, I rewatched POVs last night to prep myself for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody in comments on the one watch suggested that it had been retracked recently. No. So I hear, I I hear it's still not doing well, though. I would believe that opinion over some stranger on YouTube, to be honest. So. <laughs> and what, what what I heard is actually pretty funny about that ride is when they switched over to the two-seaters, they didn't change the gates to the ride. So the gates were set up for three seats, and then everybody they just opened the gates, and everybody's like, what the fuck? So they did what Worlds of Fun did with Timberwolf and kept the station structure from uh, EXT. Yes, but they didn't even change the gates. Yeah, and it went from three to two. So, like, if you're in the third row, you're very confused on where you're sitting. <laughs> I think they've since corrected it. I hope they have, but it was a pretty bad move. Um, Let's see. So, we have the 2004 edition, which is um a family coaster, borderline kitty coaster, kind of leans more towards family, the Chance Custom Joker Funhouse Coaster. Uh, what's unique about this ride, it's got all these helixes and it kind of goes above and below the walkways in that area. But the very end of the ride, there's these drive wheels that bring you back into the station. So you like the, the brakes of this ride are just gravity and that those wheels are spinning and this kind of eases you in. So this is a ride that in rain, no fucking chance you're riding it. If there's a chance of rain, if there's a drizzle, <laughs> they are not fucking operating this thing. So keep that in mind on your visits. If you, if you have rain projected later in the day, you might want to hit that one early. Um, if that's a priority for you, it's it's pretty decent for a kitty coaster. Yeah, I I did enjoy the. I did not get to ride this one either. I think I just kind of saw it and assumed 
I like at that point I didn't know what the layout was, uh, but yeah. I think I saw it. Kitty coaster based on the contents of the queue and just kind of was like, oh, I'll go to mine better. Yeah, and it can also get a pretty good line too, um, which is yeah. odd for a kitty coaster. Um, no, so you I want assume, to... does it run more than one train? No, just a one train yeah. thing, I think. Um, so yeah, you went over to Riddler Mindbender, which well at the time it was just Mindbender. Now it's Riddler Mindbender, the nineteen seventy eight Schwarzkopf creation. The version that we rode was the good version, um, from what I'm understanding. So um, this is a ride that the shelf life was. I mean, we were getting there, right? Um, so B and M actually designed new trains for this ride, and they retract every piece of this ride. Um, and I, I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure who who designed the track and who made that, but um, the trains are shorter now. Um, but they can operate more of them because they were kind of down to one train for a while, I think. Um, so I hear it rides a little less intense. They trim it a little bit more. Um, you know, even a neutered version of this, I'm good with. Um, better than tearing it down, I would say. So I had no idea until yesterday that it got renamed to new trains. I'm terrible at keeping up with amusement park news unless one of you guys tells me about it. Right. Which is why you're not the news guy. It's true. <laughs> the worst news guy. That's true. Um, okay, and then another one to highlight. We, um, I'm not going to say my opinion on it, but you got the Superman Ultimate Flight, which is a flying roller coaster. And this was the first of the Superman clones that started. So... People say this is the best one because it does have some tunnels with it that others don't, um, which is pretty special. And this was the first ride that introduced the pretzel loop. Um, I would prefer it never had been introduced, but this was the first. And honestly, when you walk up to it, it like they highlight that pretzel loop with the plaza there, and it looks good. And then you, and then you do it, but um, yep, yeah. Got that one too. That's another one. Get early because the line the lines stack up on that one pretty easy. And then the only coaster of this list that I have not ridden yet, the Twisted Cyclone. So back during our visit it, visits, it was the Cyclone, the the Georgia Cyclone. And um, they took a, a pretty small footprint and made a pretty small RMC with it, which I'm I'm excited to try. Uh, if I go there this summer, and I'm I'm thankful I snuck in when I did because it was October, so it was 2016 because it was the last year Georgia Cyclone was operating. And okay, I caught it like right before the end of the season because I came to you in October. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. So just um, just snuck it in at the finish line. <laughs> now this RMC is themed to a hurricane party, which is hilarious to me. Um, Floridians know all about that, but um, you know you. Whenever a hurricane comes through and you decide to stick it out, you just party and and hang out and play board games and drink, and that's what that's what this is themed to. Which good for them, pretty funny. And then uh, so that's all the operating coasters at the moment. Uh, if you're listening to this later in the year, they probably opened the Kid Flash Cosmic Coaster, um, which you're looking at two credits there. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it's the racers. So they're putting them over in Gotham City. Um. 
God, haven't seen a lot of updates on that. I don't know when they're trying to open that thing, but it's they're not in a hurry. Didn't feel like. But there you go. All the coasters at Six Flags over Georgia. So now it is time for us to rank the roller coasters of Six Flags over Georgia. Shall we Let's start with the bottoms or tops? Uh, let's choose the bottoms first. All right. We're going to do the bottom five roller coasters at Six Flags over Georgia, starting with number five, lowest. What is your number five lowest? I put Joker's Funhouse Coaster. Um, okay. Honestly, I kind of found a little difficulty kind of in the, I'll say from the number three spot through the number yeah through the number eight spot like i had a little bit of tough time arranging them and feeling great about it the Um, middle is the hard part here yeah i agree so uh yeah joker's funhouse coaster it looks like a solid uh family coaster um honestly with as much as it winds like through terrain and tunnels uh i think it's a i would love to have that as one of my first coasters as a child so that's true it's great for the kids uh, another one that's great for the kids. My number five uh, worst coaster at Six Flags Over Georgia is the Dahlonega Mine Train. Um, I think the seats are just kind of small. If you're any type of non-petite person, your butt cheeks kind of spill out over their little imprints they got there, and it's a little small, but um, it's a good ride. I, I, I do like <laughs> it. What's worse than our number five is our number four. What, what is yours? Dahlonega Mine Train. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually I remember uh, kind of down to two factors. It's still a solid family coaster, I'd say, um, but it uh, it's a bit low tempo for me. A lot of it, mm-hmm. and that uh, kind of as you mentioned, it can be uncomfortable if you're a little larger, and I am that. <laughs> so, well, we traded our number five and number four. My number four is Joker's Funhouse Coaster. So look at us, we're on a roll. Nailed it. Let's see what our number three is. What's yours? Superman Ultimate Flight. That pretzel loop can go to hell. It can. I agree. Number three. Okay, number three worst. A lot of people say it's controversial of you. They can get the fuck over it. They can get the fuck over <laughs> Sorry. it for sure. Yep. So my number three is Blue Hawk. Um, now, if we were ranking Ninja, it would be much lower. But um, I think the work they did to Blue Hawk made it bearable for the ride that it is. The, the restraints are less headbangy, and the transitions are a little smoother. Um, would I have rather seen an actual B&M go in or something? Yeah. But uh, Blue Hawk, you're the third worst coaster at the park. Mm-hmm. They're my number two. And honestly, the only reason it's I rank it lower than Superman is the entire Blue Hawk ride that I can recall and from the video I watched is stiff. At least outside of the pretzel loop, Superman is a halfway decent coaster. But the pretzel loop, like, I the pretzel loops are like the only element that make me feel like I might actually pass out. Yeah. Like when you bop at the bottom, I just, it's, it's, I don't know who that's for, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So. Well, apparently it's for every enthusiast because enthusiasts fucking love it. Um, all right my number two is the great american scream machine 
while I thought it was okay with the three, uh, it was still kind of rough with the, the three bench seats. Um, so to take it and actually people complaining about it being rough, I don't think it had any room to get much rougher than it was. So now that, that, that it has, I, I think that's just too prime real estate for the water park to expand um, for that to be an existing ride. Uh, so that's my number two. I'm never going to rewrite it. Yeah. That's right. my worst. That's your number I, one worst? Yeah, I absolutely hated it when I wrote it. When I wrote it, excuse me. Uh, it was rough. It was uncomfortable. Like, I legitimately thought that the train was going to come. Like, I thought it was going to derail like multiple intervals. That's not uh, good. About the one saving grace for it is the way it looks from, from the midway. Like, having the lake right next to it is cool, or the body of mm-hmm. water, whatever. But that's about where the positives stop. Like, yeah, it, it looks nice, feels like shit. <laughs> Fair enough. And my number one worst coaster at Six Flags Over Georgia does go to Superman Ultimate Flight. Um, it's the one that I just hate to re-ride. And I, I did it a couple times, but anytime I'm going there and I have any amount of time where I need to prioritize thing, I am prioritizing Superman last. I know what it feels like. I hate the pretzel loop that much. And you did say, and you made a good point, the rest of the ride is good. But mm-hmm. um, I just hate it. terrible, this. but that one element just makes it, like, you. Ha- if you have to go through it, then I have got my credit and I can be good. Yep, and that's where I stand, too. That's the one I'll just never re-ride. I'm good. Um, excellent, so that's our bottom you know five. I'd, you know what I'd like to point out that I'm proud of this park for? You don't feel the need to have a dumb fucking boomerang for some reason. Thank God. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the language, everybody. No, they don't. They, there's been so many fucking boomerangs on this trip, and they're just like, they never just got lazy and said, hey, let's let's put in this low-capacity, terrible thing. Um, I think I think Blue Hawk... See, that's why I think that's why I like Blue Hawk a little bit more than you do, is because that's kind of their boomerang, and mm-hmm. like it does it justifies their not being a boomerang there. So good for them. That's fair. Yeah, I guess. But it is what it is. I do, I do enjoy. Uh, although I'm not surprised that our bottom five contained all of the same roster, maybe a little rearranging, but mm-hmm. we were on the same page there. Now, question for you, because there's 11 coasters here. What didn't make either list? Because that would be our number six coaster, best and worst. It's like a palindrome. Yeah, it's it's Batman for me. Okay. For me, it is Georgia Scorcher. That one, those two were pretty interchangeable, but I, I think the uniqueness of Georgia Scorcher gave it a leg up for me. That's fair because it is one of the, uh, it's one of the only, quote unquote, good standups. I'm bummed I didn't get to ride it. Time to highlight the top five coasters at Six Flags Over Georgia. I'll let you start at number five, sir. Yep, it's Georgia Scorcher. Uh, nice. There's not a lot to separate that and Batman as far as quality, um, but Georgia Scorcher is more unique, I yeah. would say. So. I'm going to give the nod there to include it in the top five, but I did not get to ride it because it was down. So, yeah, your, your, your argument makes me want to switch mine, but I've already committed. So I am going to put number five as Batman, the ride while it is a clone. It's a good clone. It's yep. a really good no, ride. It's, 
my favorite cloned coaster out there. Yeah. Um, like I said, this was kind of like when you get to the 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 three through five and on both lists, honestly, were kind of hard to sort to their own. Yeah, and I'm seeing we have the same coasters in our top four already. I can just do the math there. So what yeah. what is your number four? <laughs> My number four is Daredevil Dive. Mine too. It was solid, but like I I feel like it uh, without the flash pass, I probably would not wait for it because the line was enormous and it is not a high efficiency ride. It's one of those rides that if I don't rope drop it and go right to it, I'm not riding it for the day. Um, That's not happening. Unless I'm there at close, I might be able to catch it, but still, it's a uh, ridiculous line. And when you add VR to it, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious line. And I, I was never really a proponent of that feature on coasters. I always opt to ride au natural when there's a choice. Yeah, that's, that's probably a personal, a, that's probably a good rule of thumb. Yeah. What's your number three? Let's see if we match. It's Mindbender. We match. <laughs> but I also wrote it before all of the edits, and I remember just being absolutely in love with it, like, depending on the day you ask me. Mm-hmm. Relying solely on that, that memory, it could have easily been as high as one, but I settled it at three, like, looking at the other two that are available to go to that position. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it felt like this is probably where it deserves to be now especially with the edits made to the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did ride this one. This was one of like two or three that I rode multiple times on my visit. Yeah. Um, but I, I like, I realize what I'm getting to do when I have the opportunity to ride a Schwartz Cup coaster because they are so few and far between now. Mm-hmm. And this is honestly one of the better ones too. Uh, one of the better Schwartz coughs, uh, at least at the time. And, and this is us talking about past tense mind bender, but um that ride it, it just flew the the um the loop at the end of the ride it it feels like a surprise it doesn't feel like it should be there but it still is right. starts and ends right, with a loop the, it's crazy the loop was the loop was taller than the hill you enter in from mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like you should have enough momentum going in but that that dude totally made it work and you hit it with but forced that, still that was that was another signature of his that i noticed especially when you look at revolution Mm-hmm. is going into those loops like you come on a long gradual rather than yeah. a harsh harshly uh or i guess a, a steeper hill yeah is what i'm trying to say but over complicating it so there's always but I, I, li- I like that feature always visually lines up like beautifully mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's true let's say our number two together uh twisted cyclone oh Okay, let's go. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll just say my number two then, and then we'll. we'll... I just thought we matched, so I'm gonna say these, Twisted Cyclone. These two, uh, yeah, we're honestly it's a coin toss, and I've not written one, so I'll, I'll let you explain. I'll let you explain your choice. Yep, um, I'm I'm in the same boat as you, by the way. Uh, Twisted Cyclone, it looks good. Um, honestly, it looks like it might be even one of my favorite RMCs. So I think it has a, an opportunity to take the number one for me potentially. Mm-hmm. Um. But my number one, I just love so much. So uh, number two, I, I gave it to Swiss Cyclone. I think I think it's a unique ride. I think they um, they did the best they could with that structure, and it's much better than um, the Georgia Cyclone that was there before. So yeah, I, I actually I liked cool. the Georgia Cyclone. Like yeah. there at the end, I liked it. Like I didn't 
I didn't hurt getting off. Uh, I mean, it was by no means my favorite wooden coaster, but mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it, which is praise enough. Yeah, that's um, true. It was the better of the two woodies for me when, when there were two woodies there. Yeah. Um, Goliath is obviously my number two. Uh, could easily be number one. Uh, you know, maybe I will uh, adjust this list after actually getting a ride on Twisted Cyclone in. Mm-hmm. But for now, uh, Goliath, I loved, was another coat. I think I rode this one three times while I was there. I absolutely loved it. Um, feels like a fantastic out and back and has one of my favorite helixes yeah. on a coaster I've ever ridden that that turnaround. You, it, it just feels butter smooth. The hills are great. Um, gets to go over water at different junctures. It's 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 a very complete coaster, I would say. Uh, it does feel complete. Momentum well uh, through the whole ride. It doesn't feel like it ends prematurely or anything like that. So yeah and it doesn't take forever like the fucking voyage <laughs> <laughs> hey you just described my number one uh goliath is my personal favorite it's my personal favorite hyper coaster honestly so um like you said the helix i love the little airtime snap going into the helix and then like the insane positive g's coming off of that that's incredibly unique it's not just an out and back layout there's a couple turns in there i love that it goes outside of the park then back in there's good airtime on that back end of it. It's just mm-hmm. a great hyper coaster. It's um, you know, and there's no mid course break run. It's just a off the lift and go. So um, it's got a little bit of a bite to it, which you don't get on most BM hyper coasters. Yeah. So my rationalization for Twisted Cyclone is it's rare for me, especially for a coaster I've never ridden to almost feel like I can feel the airtime just watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they they packed so much into such a small footprint, kind of like what you mentioned, uh, that, you know, I'm legitimately excited to get to ride this one at some point. I'm honestly mm-hmm. probably more excited to ride this than I am Steve or uh, what the hell is that one at Bush Gardens? uh iron guazi mm. wow that's saying a lot yeah now i like, do prefer I, the smaller rmc's so i might actually agree with you here uh I'm, i am pretty excited to ride this ride yeah yeah i uh yeah it uh it, it has all of the rmc signature moves but not on an oversized scale that i think might make them more intense than they need to be yeah. It's like just the right intensity, like just that little pop of anxiety and thrill. And... <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, that's my rationalization. Um, I just, I feel like for what they accomplished in such a tiny footprint, because that mm-hmm. coaster already was operating in such a small space. Like I was, I felt good about what they put there, seeing what, how RMC one-upped it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to ride it. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, this uh, since I've left left Atlanta, the the city now has two RMCs, which is fucking insane to me. So I'm excited <laughs> to get back there soon. <laughs> hey, let's highlight the other rides because um, I do think the other rides in this park do escalate the the park a little bit for me. Um, you got a good coaster lineup, and you've got good other attractions to go with it. Most notably, honestly, my favorite. If if this was just rides in the park, this would be my number one ride. Monster Mansion, which is the classic 
feels like it shouldn't be in a Six Flags dark ride. Um, it actually feels it has the same quality as like depending on what day you ride it and you know what what things are working inside of it. <laughs> it feels like it's a Disney quality dark ride as far as like their classic feel. Um, I'm not gonna say that it's my favorite regional dark ride anymore because that does go to go to Lost Island with um, Volcano. But as far as like classic dark rides that are not modern, this is my favorite regional dark ride for sure. Um, I actually, I'm kind of bummed that I missed out on this because you think missed I was, out on it. I was prioritizing getting my credits in because it was a new park first visit, yeah. and it was also. I mean, I know I had my flash pass, but I want to say it was a Saturday, mm. maybe, and. Uh, I, I mean, I just, I wanted to make sure I got my credits in, so I didn't really pay a whole lot of mind to any of the flats or anything. So. This this is almost good news for you, though, because it does give you an excuse to go back to Atlanta. Two RMCs, and you got to ride Monster Mansion. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's enough. Um, yeah, but I actually got the opportunity to operate this ride um, when I worked at the park. Uh, I filled in on those crazy days where they open for school, and there's no staffing, but kids are just getting bussed in. And, um, yeah, for like a week, I operated this ride. It was a lot of fun to operate. And the song gets stuck in your head fast. Terrific. Um, another great ride here. You have the Justice League Battle for Metropolis, which is their shooting dark ride. Um, I don't believe it's 3D anymore. I think Six Flags stripped the 3D element, which is kind of super lame. But um, it's still going to be a decent ride without that 3D element. And the shooting element's cool. It's a... It's a modern Sally dark ride. And it's just, it's just good. It's, it's a really good balance to monster mansion. And, um, it shows that regional parks should have more dark rides. You can do it. If six flags over Georgia can do it. So can you Cedar point. Yeah, well, even, uh, worlds of fun needs one. Like, Cyclone Sam's isn't enough. No, nah, it's not I'm a real dark ride. It's a dark ride, yeah. One I don't puke on. Right. Some other rides to highlight in this park. You do have Acrophobia, which a lot of people enjoy. It is the floorless drop tower, so fairly unique, especially in the U.S., I would say. Um, I don't know that I particularly love the stand-up feeling of a drop tower. I think I'd rather be sitting. But you got to do it once. You got to. And then uh, the other one I do want to highlight. 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 <laughs> the other ride I do want to highlight is the Riverview Carousel, which um, one of my favorite parts of this park, one of the prettiest parts of this park, I think, is Carousel Hill, which at the very top you have this beautiful. Um, I think it's at least a hundred years old at this point. The Riverview, the Riverview Carousel, which used to operate at Riverview Park in Chicago, so it's a very classic antique ride. Um, and it's worth a spin. I just, I love this. It's one of my favorite carousels. And I, it's very, uh, the carousel itself, uh, has a very, I'd say ornate, like whatever that band around the outside of the actual ride itself, like there's angels and stuff on it. It looks pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, but I also enjoy when they like actually build a structure to like house the carousel mm-hmm. that, that kind of adds to the experience. I think. 
It looks nice. Uh, uh, World of Fun and, has done it, and it looks good. Right, and I think it also gives the bonus of uh, you're more likely on a hot summer day to be sitting on a cool horse uh, mm-hmm. rather than one that is very easily exposed to the sun because all you've got is the actual uh, canopy over the ride itself, and that's it. And that's a great point. Oh, and one of my personal favorite things about this ride, too, is if you don't want to ride the carousel, uh, the most southern thing ever, they just have a bunch of rocking chairs surrounding it underneath that <laughs> shade structure. And it's actually just a really cool place to just hang out and uh, so sit for a while. It's like the outside of a cracker barrel. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be. Um, excellent. So those are my other rides that I would highlight there. Um, you kind of expect more out of it, but... Honestly, the four that I presented are all pretty special in their own way. So, well, minus Justice League. Justice League is just good as fuck. All the other ones are pretty special. Um, another thing to mention with this park, um, you're essentially, if, if you're in Atlanta, you have access to like two water parks here off the Six Flags Pass, which is pretty bomb. Um, inside of Six Flags Over Georgia, they have a tiny water park. I'm talking like maybe two slide complexes and a wave pool kind of thing. Um, the slide on the far end is very good, like past the wave pool. That one's worth it if you actually go. The rest of them you don't really need, eh, which the rest of them is just one slide complex. It's okay. Um, but I think it's a kind of a unique idea. This is probably the smallest water park in the chain. Um, and they just added it, and it's, it's popular. Like it is a – like you're going to – People go there and they and they they spend a lot of time in that mm-hmm. park, um, which is nice because it does draw away from the lines a little bit. Um, I don't know that if I'm going, I'm ever wasting time there, but it is free with admission. So if you got kids that that want to take a dip, go hang out in the wave pool for thirty minutes, dry off, and get back to the rides. Pretty cool element. Um, and then you also, just to mention, uh, 20 minutes down the road, you have Whitewater, which is honestly one of the better water parks I've been to. Great collection of slides, and uh, it's in that Six Flags chain. So I, I would recommend if you're trying to extend your stay in Atlanta, um, Whitewater is definitely worth like a half-day visit, maybe even a full day, especially if you like, well, I would say that if you like water parks. Yeah, I... Uh... Swimming sounds good right now. It's been really freaking hot lately. So, mm-hmm. excellent. That's all I have to highlight with other attractions there. Um, I guess all we have left to highlight is uh, the food and drink options of Six Flags over Georgia. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, they've got some like actual unique options. None of the ones I've, I think I'm going to mention are uh, any of the cookie cutter places, which is kind of hard to do with a lot of the Six Flags parks. You might actually be wrong, but um, I, I'm excited to see. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm sure you will prove me wrong here. I might. Uh, first on the list, I mean, a lot of them still seem probably like kind of generic, and maybe they're just named something unique, so we'll, we'll find out. Um, but top of the list is the Birds of Prey Cafe. Oh, that is uh, unique. Yeah. They've got beef or chicken cheesesteaks, chicken tenders, loaded fries, salads, and beer. I don't know if they have other drinks, but they go to highlight more beer. beer. And the cheesesteak looks okay. It's an amusement park, so I'm not expecting a whole lot from it. Honestly, I'd probably get uh, at least try it. Six Flags cheesecake is mostly bread, but it's still fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fair um, next on the list, hickory chip, uh, which primarily mm-hmm. serves turkey legs uh, and loaded fries. But the reason I bothered mentioning them is when I went to do the initial Google search, and I'm going to send you a link real quick uh, for Six Flags Over Georgia. Starting this weekend, I believe it was. Let me look at the tweet oh, again. They've got like a special uh, thing, it looks like. Yeah, they are introducing Korean corn dogs. Nice. Uh, at Hickory Chip, which is pretty much the sole reason I'm even mentioning it. <laughs> that's a that's a cool little thing they're doing. Yeah, and it, from the look of it is going to be, at least if I'm understanding the phrasing right, will at least be permanent for this season. So Good. we'll see. Six round, they look pretty solid. Uh, they don't look like a traditional corn dog either. It almost looks like a hot dog rolled in like tempura batter. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of like you could get on fried sushi. Um, so, yeah, looks solid. Uh, that's pretty much the main reason I am even mentioning hickory chip. So There is some, uh, I think there is indoor seating there too, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. And that Georgia nice. heat. Yeah. Uh, next on the list is Strutter's Famous Chicken Wings. True to the name, we've got chicken wings, but they've also got fried rice chicken bowls. Oh, I didn't know and that. The wings look the wings look like actual decent. So. Yeah, the thing about Atlanta is wings are wings are going to be good, even if it's from Six Flags. They have to be. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next on the list is Daddios. Uh, <laughs> okay, smoked. you're right. There is some unique places here. I just. I was just around them all the time. Keep it going. Daddy yeah. has barbecue. House smoked pulled pork and barbecue chicken. Uh, they also have homemade fried cheesecake. Oh. Which sounds like one of those fair foods that you try once and never again. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. So. Uh, and then they have, the park has a lot of, I would say an elevated number of dessert options. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just picked out uh Lick skillet ice cream. They have a variety of scooped ice cream options, but they also have dip and dots. And the uh, the site's picture they chose for lick skillet just looks like actual like a good little Sunday. So mm. give them a shout. There you go. Yeah, but that uh, rounds out my food list. Nice. Six flags over Georgia. I don't think I ate at the park. I think I hit like a sweet spot where you could eat lunch and like. You and I, well, no, we, oh. I got in in the afternoon. I want to say it was like one or two. Okay. Uh, and then like did the rides. I think you were off at eight. So I was just like, oh, we, uh, we went to Taco Mac after. Hell yeah, we did. That's, that's had to be what happened. Yeah. No, I, I, that, yeah, that's totally what happened. So now what I eat at when I go to Six Flags Over Georgia, they're not unique options, but it is what I generally like. Uh, I either eat at Macho Nacho. And just mm-hmm. get like some loaded nachos, and they're fine. Um, or I go to JB's. JB's I've been craving nach- some loaded nachos of late. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or but, just, uh, so sorry, I'm sorry, I cut you off. JB's. Yeah, JB's is the other place I go to. Um, they have decent like burgers and like fries, I guess, and um, they actually have a decent beer selection there. I think that's where we ate at Magic Mountain. Yeah, I'm probably wrong. so. Yeah, their version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, but there you go. Yeah, that's what that's what I'd recommend. But you actually found the unique places, which I am impressed because I didn't even think they were there, and they're they're just hiding in plain sight. Right. 
and did all were all of them there when you were like i didn't i don't really keep yeah. track of like when they stuff were. was installed or anything like that so yeah they were all there um so that's kind of funny um I, I guess i do need to bring up the events that happen here um so they they actually do quite a few during the year and, and sometimes they're sporadic just depending events have just been kind of weird from six flags since covid um so I don't know what's sticking, but of the ones that I know that stick, um, they do have Fright Fest there, which is um, it's a pretty decent product for a Six Flags, I'd say. Um, I don't like the wristband element of ha- having to buy a wristband to access the the haunted houses. But uh, one thing that I thought was weird about this place is uh, for their haunts, they really they pulse the shit out of people. Like you walk up to a line and you're like, oh, this is probably a ten minute wait. Nah, that shit's like 40 because they are, they're literally, they're, they treat the haunted houses as each separate scene and then the actor does the scene with you and then you move on and that's kind of how they um, do some of their haunts or at least how they did some of their haunts in Fright Fest, um, which is kind of odd. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that you prioritize a visit for Fright Fest. Yeah, I think I did like one. Oh, one you were there for Fright like Fest. Four- yeah, yeah, I think I did like one thing that was towards the front of the park and it was just like a small little house and I didn't really think much of it, but I also wasn't there for Pride Fest and like that was like right before we left. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, what you do prioritize the park for here is their holiday in the park is actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, they really up their food and beverage game to have like actually good food. Um, they have like different drinks throughout, um, different like specialty drinks throughout the event. And it's that sweet spot. The weather is just nice enough to not really have to worry about coasters being down. And most of them are open, but they also do have the lights done like really nicely. They like do like a third party vendor that comes in that they partner with. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's called Oak Island. I don't know if they still partner with them or not. But they they really do up the place and like the quality between like Six Flags over Georgia's and St. Louis's product that is now gone was night and day. Like St. Louis looks like I put it together by myself. <laughs> <laughs> the product at Six Flags over Georgia was I don't know. Like people say Dollywood and um, Silver Dollar City had the best event. I think this is up there with that just how the park operates and, and what it transforms into. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't recommend that, that event more. Awesome. All right. That's six flags over Georgia. We'll see you soon. Six flags. I, well, I, I'd like to get back down to Atlanta. Cause I'm, I'm hurting for some taco back at the very least. Me but too. Also, uh, Twisted Cyclone. Mostly that. All right. Um, so let's move to the city of Atlanta. Do you want to do attractions first or food? Uh, let's flip the script for a sec. We uh, we normally do food first. Well, let's let's run the attractions first. I think just to just to change things up. Great idea, Jeff. Let, let's start with attractions. Um, I'm gonna give my list, and then you can do yours. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna present mine in a way that like if you're there for an entire week, what you should do on each day. Does that, that sound good to you, Jeff? I'm ready. I like this structure. Yeah, yeah. So here's what's going to happen. Monday night, Gentleman's Club. Tuesday night, 
You're going to go up in the velvet room and get fucked up. Uh, Wednesday, you're going to go strokers on lean. Thursday, you're going to jump clean and then follow up in cream. I hope you're writing this down, Jeff. Oh, I'm scribbling to the best of my ability. Friday, shark bar, Kaya with Frank Ski. Right on the floor is where you're going to find yourself having a good time. Saturday's off the heezy for sheezy. Um, you can be found up in one tweezy. And Sunday, you're going to sleep because there's a lot of work. And uh, you got to get your sleep in. In case you're doing Atlanta for a second week in which you would repeat the same thing. Anyway, what attractions did you have? <laughs> uh so I'm going to lead off with uh, what has been recommended most to me by people who have visited. I've not done it myself, but the Georgia Aquarium, uh, seen pictures of it. And there's one gigantic literal reason that I want to go. Uh, they have a underwater tunnel, which is not unique to an aquarium, but that tank boasts whale sharks. Mm-hmm. And I want to see them in real life real bad. Dude. The um, now this is the reason you go. It's it's worth the admission. Like you're in this room, and it the room is it feels like the biggest room in an aquarium that you could mm-hmm. ever imagine. It feels like this big. It means it feels like a theater room. And when you're looking up, you're just seeing these whale sharks, and they are the biggest thing you've ever seen. And they're just behind this glass, and it's like. What? It's um, it's one of the wildest things you'll ever see. So that seems like the perfect segue to the next attraction in Atlanta, the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. The park boasts a visitor center depicting MLK's life and the civil rights movement, as well as his birth home, the Ebenezer Baptist Church where King pre- uh, preached, uh, and then the burial sites of Martin Luther and Coretta Scott King. Wow. History or civil rights buff. Uh, highly recommend. I, I would actually love to go and visit this. Yeah. It's important to understand the nation's past. And I'm going to go ahead and throw one in too. Uh, the Civil Rights Center um, is also another another place to go if you're if you want to learn more about um, the civil rights movement and, and kind of what it was like. And it really uh, immerses you Um in that type of museum it's heavy but yeah i think whenever you do travel and you and you go to places like this um you're doing it a dis like a a misservice if you don't kind of embrace the history and 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 kind of feel it you know yeah understand the gravity of the struggles the people before you went through so that you could live as comfortably as you do now right no that's that's a good point and I'm just going to keep it going because we, we're kind of on a roll here. Aquarium and civil rights are, are right next to each other. Um, as is World of Coke. Like you could literally just do the, you could do all three of these in a half. Um, not, the Georgia Aquarium is a long experience. Oh, please. Are we talking about the beverage? Coke? Or- yeah. Yeah. This is not a cocaine <laughs> museum <laughs> next to the civil rights. No, no, that's not it. Uh, no, this is the world of Coca-Cola, the beverage, because Atlanta is the home of Coca-Cola. It's where the headquarters is. Um, mm, I've actually been to a, the headquarters. I actually did not know that, so that's yeah. actually super cool to know. That's why World of Coke's a big deal. Um, and honestly, it's like 
it's the most foreign tourists I've ever seen at a place. So it's like popular mm-hmm. with the foreign tourists because they're like, oh, Coca-Cola, this is where I need to go. Um, but it's a, it's a cool little place. I think you do it once um, yeah. and, and enjoy it. And and they the, the highlight of that is they have, um, if you've ever been to Epcot, the where you can sample all the different drinks, Club Cool, they have like a big version of that at World of Coke. So, okay. and then nice. r- right next to it, I'm just going to keep it going. Cause this is literally all in the same park. Pretty much. You've got the college football hall of fame, um, which Ooh. is really neat. So if you're into college football, that's a great place to go. What's unique about it. You go in and you pick a college. So whatever college you pick, you kind of have the experience of that college throughout the exhibit. Cause you put your, you can scan like the, interesting that's actually really cool and guess who was on a lot of information they had baker they had baker university oh yeah so i picked my college as baker university the college the tiny naia baldwin city kansas school was in this museum so i had that as my team and i got to learn about the history of baker and it was really cool are you and chumley in there not yet maybe one day (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, that was a pretty legendary duo right there. I thought so too, but we're not in it quite yet. Um, and then one more thing, right in that area, right in downtown, you have CNN. So literally where CNN does their broadcast, they do tours of. So you got another opportunity there if you're wanting to tour CNN. The land of the uh, media. Land I just media. had uh, one more to mention uh, just to round out the list. I don't know if you have any more as well, but uh, chances are your visit's going to coincide with the MLB season, mm. uh, especially in the playoffs, uh, because this team is still doing well. Go see a Braves game. I know a lot of people who collect uh, MLB stadiums, like visiting them. Mm-hmm. So Atlanta's got a team, uh, and they were the 2021 World Series champs. So yeah. uh, chances are good. you'll... You'll uh, be there for a good crowd feel because there's a good possibility they're probably going to win. Yeah. Um, I got to check out the stadium on opening weekend um, when it opened. And Brittany actually came down. We were dating at the time, uh, the executive producer. And um, it's a pretty stadium. It's pretty good. Uh, I think it's on the top half of stadiums for sure. Um, What I actually like about it, and this will transition into our next segment of food, is the the district right outside what is it the 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 battery is what it's called mm. the battery so it's a it's a little food and bar area a district if you will um where you can get food before the game you can get shit based off terrapin ipas and uh enjoy the the braves game love it and one of my favorite places if you go to the braves game actually i think it's my wife's favorite pizza still they have a place called Antico's uh, Pizza, which I think it might be a chain, probably is, but they've got um, some really good pizzas there. So I'm just going to, I got to put that out there. Yeah, nice. And I, uh, I know I rarely mention like local sports and stuff to do. Uh, main reason I gave the Braves a shout is since I was a kid, they've always been my, my NL team mm. since the AL carries the Royals and their, uh, eternal mediocrity uh <laughs> i thought chipper jones was a super freaking sweet name for a baseball player as a was. kid and so i made 
the Braves, my NL team. It's a great move. Yeah. Not to mention that they also had some pretty badass pitching as well about that time. Mm-hmm. John but, Smoltz, Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox. Mm. Some good stuff. So that uh, rounds off my list of stuff to do. Do you have any others to add? No, nah, man, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, me yeah, too. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, let's talk food. Let's do it. You wanna? I'll you lead wanna, off. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, yeah. You got. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead off the list with the honestly, this is worth coming to Atlanta all by itself. <laughs> my favorite chicken wings in the United States. Taco Mac. Taco Mac, now, baby. Tell me this place was called Taco Mac. I was very confused. I was too. Especially because they specialize in wings. Yeah. Like, is there is there an origin to that name? I mean, they have tacos. They have a few they tacos. lots of other stuff, but you go for the wings. Yeah, you do. Um, and the beer selection. So, like, if you're if you want wings and beer, I, it's my favorite place in America to go. Um, they Didn't have, they have a beer loyalty program? Yeah, I was really good at it. I would every every like Tuesday I would go because Tuesday you could go and um, if you ordered the specialty beer, you got a glass to take home with you. So I just collected these Taco Mac beer glasses. Um, I actually just sold them for like twenty dollars, but um, so rest in peace. I miss them. Um, but yeah, I would just go. I would get wings. I would I would have a few beers and. Um, just kind of hang out at Taco Mac. Uh, it's like the sad uncle at an Applebee's, but the southern well, not, version. I don't remember if I am made this up in my head or if I'm just remembering it wrong, but I could have sworn that they like kept track of how many that you had there. Oh, and yeah. Then, like, after a certain number, you got like Prizes. an elevated size cup mm-hmm. for your beer, versus, but still be charged for the regular size. Yeah, you, you, you go from like a, a 20 ounce to a 24 ounce or something like um, and I, I hit that level. So you, you occasionally you get a free beer back, which I mean, I, I spent so much fucking money there. I mean, it didn't really mean anything, but I got that. I got like a t-shirt. I got a Taco Mac polo with the Bruniversity on it. Um, it was just, yeah, it, it was a good time. It was, um, if you're ever looking to become an alcoholic, um, living <laughs> near a Taco Mac is a good choice. Yeah. And, uh, one more little shout for them. I, my dad had to visit Atlanta for work. And so he's like, where, where, what was that place? You told me so much about that. I need to go eat. So he went to Taco Mac. <laughs> he got wings and some fries and some sides. My dad is really picky about fries mm-hmm. and he holds their fries in high regard. I do too. So I don't really remember them, but I think I, I don't even remember if I even got fries. I think I just got like more wings. You probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they There's... were so good. And we went twice, like once yep. before we left Atlanta and once after we got back. Anybody that visits me in Atlanta says we went to Taco Mac twice. My wife says that every time. It's great. <laughs> yeah, we went to Taco Mac twice. Is that? Yeah. A, are you complaining? Yeah, is this, a, this is high quality stuff, and they're they're all over Atlanta, by the way. So like, if you go, um, it is a chain in Atlanta, primarily in Atlanta now, but um, very good. Uh, now that we have left Taco Mac for probably the third visit in our hypothetical visit. Uh, we're going to wander on over to the Busy Bee Cafe. Mm. The Busy Bee Cafe has been in business since 1947. Uh, the Busy Bee has been serving up iconic fried chicken with staples, sides. staples, fried chicken and sides. 
we'll just say that. Uh, and then they have they carry the distinction of in 2022 they were awarded with an American America's Classics Award by the James Beard Foundation, um, which I haven't really done a lot of research into, but it sounds like a pretty serious thing. Uh, looks classic, and if I understand correctly, is black owned, um, which is awesome, especially surviving since 1947. I would say it's excellent, and I'm. I the chicken looks fucking fire. Yeah, that chicken, the way they breaded that shit, it looks like airy and like flavorful. And it looks really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I I had never heard of this place until now, so I need to consider this on my next visit. Yep. And this is on uh Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. So, there you go. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, the I I really, really, really want to try that chicken. It looks excellent. And apparently, uh, they have it as is, but they also have a version where they serve it with like a pan gravy over the top. That oh, looks super yeah. good. And yeah. I'm just gonna say it. I'm getting moist thinking about it. I know you are. Yeah. I, I know how when you think about chicken, how you get. Yeah, it's uh, all always. I didn't get this body being picky, but damn, that looks good. Mm. All right. Uh, after you're drooling. Sorry, yeah. apologies get your, to the, get your drool to off the owners your shirt. of the right. Apologies to the Busy Bee Cafe for my vulgar language and in, in keeping with your history. Uh, your chicken looks great, and I can't wait to eat eat that chicken. Mm, eat that chicken. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, on to the next. I have a breakfast option for us. It's called the Buttermilk Kitchen the early risers uh they allegedly often carry a long wait so you're going to want to get there early early um but generally that means they have great food uh their menu like online is probably one of my favorite menus they have pictures of every single thing from the top so you can kind of see what all of it looks like and honestly i would probably get one of their cinnamon rolls because it looks like one of the greatest cinnamon rolls of my life should i eat it (laughs) Uh, it's a house-made cinnamon roll with cream cheese frosting and orange zest shredded over the top there. Um, and then their chicken and waffles look amazing. They have lots and lots of great options. They also have chicken and pancakes if uh, you're, for whatever reason, not a chicken and waffles person. There's like but something for everything here, and it looks like some of the best food. They have wow. lunch, too, and I, I think they're a breakfast all-day place. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I'd still probably, regardless of time of day, come and get breakfast here. Those sandwiches look real good. It looks amazing. Yeah, they do. They have a <laughs> smoked smoked bacon meatloaf sandwich, which that, I I think I suffered a mild heart attack just saying. The belt sandwich is great: bacon, medium egg, spinach, and tomatoes. Ooh. Um, now it's fun because the belt is a. Uh, like a, a a huge trail in Atlanta that's like a bike trail, mm-hmm. um, so that's a reference, which is kind of fun. I like it, and it works for the sandwich kind of, even though there's no lettuce on it. <laughs> yeah. Unless oh. the L in this case is their lemon mayo. But I hate that you're showing me places in Atlanta I should have went to and never went to. Well, this, this just me means that you have more and more reason to return. Like I gotta uh, go to Taco Mac at least twice. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I mean, that there's well, so like, let's go for a week, and we have our breakfast, whatever that is, lunch, wherever, dinner at Taco Mac every night. Well, and, the, <laughs> and then Monday, um, we we also had to follow the rules. Right. So Monday, we'd have to um immediately go to the gentleman's club after <laughs> after Taco Mac. It's a uh... Distinct possibility of shit my pants, but that's okay. <laughs> Nothing like shitting your pants during a lap dance. <laughs> right. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah. Uh then we have a I reached out to the Discord earlier today and asked for anything some folks would like to see. We got a couple shouts for some places, uh, food-wise. Uh first we're gonna go with uh Goliath's recommendation for Nancy's pizza which is a 7.6 on the community one bite score. Uh, they specialize in deep dish pizza, which I usually am ashamed to say what, what movies I haven't seen at this point. Not so much with you because I know you're not a big movie buff, but other people give me crap for stuff I haven't seen. I've never yeah. had deep dish pizza. Oh, you should you should try it. You'd like it. I know I should at least try it. Just have never like... I like pizza, and I know I've talked about this before. I like pizza, but I, you know, I don't often go out of my way for pizza, so that was already a hurdle to me trying deep dish. I think honestly, what you should do is go to the grocery store, and you know how in Liberty, Missouri, there used to be Dish Pizza as a restaurant. We'll just say yes. Okay. Well, they have frozen. They they're now just frozen food. They have a frozen deep dish pizza, and when you cook it, it's pretty pretty good it's like a it's authentic you should just try that to see if you because if you don't like that um then you wouldn't like deep dish pizza i wouldn't think well i i i'm not really super picky about food like if it's the same ingredients just stack differently i'm sure i'm gonna like it true so uh so yeah thank you goliath for that mention uh the last on the list is daddy d's like d apostrophe z barbecue um i had a tab open for them and now i cannot find it uh tony shared a picture of daddy d's and it's a interesting looking little shack um did you ever eat here no i never heard of it hmm. it's another one of those that looks delicious and i've never heard of it excellent well they have a pretty sweet uh sign above their building i highly recommend you look up the restaurant. i like it yes yeah it's beautiful yeah, it it's a uh, it's art to say the least. So, yeah, that uh, rounds out my list of uh, food. Uh, I know you have lots more to add, so let's have it. I do. Um, one place that people always say to go to, um, if you've ever been familiar with Des Moines and Zombie Burger, this is kind of like that. It's, it's called Vortex, and there's two. I think there's two locations uh, around Atlanta. One of them has a skull that you walk through, so it's like super fancier, I guess. I don't know. Um, I've been here a couple times, and I've taken folks there before, and, you know, it's novelty food. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of super churched-up burgers. I don't know that they need much at all to be delicious. Um, so I don't, you know, having a quad burger with peanut butter and fried bananas on it doesn't really sound great to me, you know? Yeah, at this point in my life, uh, my ideal burger is a, a smash burger with 
nice creamy cheese, uh, maybe bacon and maybe a sauce uh, and caramelized onions. Yep. Don't need to get any crazier than that. But hey, if if you disagree with us, this is you're gonna love this place. And, and it's quirky, it's fun, uh, fun named burgers. There's beer, it's a good time. Um, but it's I think it's skippable, but it is one that whenever people think of Atlanta, they say go here. Another one when people think of Atlanta, they say go here, and I do recommend uh, the Varsity. So Varsity is like an old school establishment that kind of you think of like a drive up of. Um, a Sonic varsity <laughs> is like a non chain, cool Atlanta version of that. It's grungy. It, it kind of feels for Kansas city people. It kind of feels similar to like a gates and that it's like, I, was gonna say, I just opened and, up their website and it's uh, the others. Welcome to the varsity. What y'all have. Yep. They have that tagline. What you having. Right. Um, and that's what they say. So, um, but they have essentially they have burgers. I personally like the burgers but they're known for their hot dogs and their chili cheese hot dogs are what they're known for. So you get chili cheese on either of them. They're both good. Chili cheese is good on everything. And they have the fries or onion rings. Um, I believe so. Yep. I'm with you on this. This looks super good and I'm kind of disappointed. I didn't find it. Yep. It's, um, it's an icon. It's an Atlanta icon. You, mm-hmm. you, this is one like, seriously, you have to go to, cause it's like, it's, it's fast food. So it's going to be quick. There's no reason not to go. Um, yeah, you just make time to go to the varsity. It's it's a must do, I think. This place is old too. Uh, yep. the bottom of the site says family owned and operated since 1928. Yeah, and like the the original one. Um, when you're like sitting in the restaurant, you're overlooking Georgia Tech. That's so like mm. a, a, and then like you look over, and like you know that. I don't know if you remember the '96 Olympics. They had the like the giant torch that it's still mm-hmm. up. Um, and you can, you look out a window, you see that like it's it's downtown Atlanta. It's super Atlanta. Um, they also have a food truck, by the way, which kills at Six Flags Over Georgia when you have to run the events there. Just gonna point that yeah. out. Um, but yeah, the varsity, you gotta go. Um, a couple other recommendations. I'll go fast on. There is a place called Fat Mats that is pretty decent. Um, I don't know that I can recommend any. Like the heart of me, like my heart can't recommend Atlanta barbecue I just can't like it's not yeah. real it's fucking fake it's, about it yeah but fat mats is a cool environment so you go in you get the ribs they're not going to be cooked well but there's going to be great sides that you can get it's like it's kind of a fusion of like barbecue and southern cooking which is what i guess southern barbecue is anyway but um you know you can go in there and like if it's a saturday night there'll be bands playing there's cheap beer um it's just a good place to eat um, I also hear good things about the Marietta Diner. If you're ever at Whitewater and looking for something to eat around Marietta, um, you can also drive right by the KFC that has the giant chicken that is the building, <laughs> which it, it like moves. Its eyes move and its beak moves. Don't eat at that, obviously, but go see it. It's, it's fun if when you're in the Marietta area. And then the last one I am going to recommend, it is a chain, but it is an Atlanta chain. And I mentioned it on the show before in, in Gatlinburg, I believe. But Mellow Mushroom is a chain that started in Atlanta. And it's personally my favorite chain pizza that exists. I would agree with you there. Yeah. It, it's it chain pizza. pizza. Yeah. It is chain pizza, but it's good. Yeah. I have one more chain 
uh, <laughs> that I didn't get to have while I was in Atlanta, but I'm pretty sure it exists there. Correct What's me that? if I'm wrong. Cookout. Cookout fucking rocks. I love cookout. I had it uh, when I did a road trip with my friends out to uh, Myrtle, and we on the drive nice. back we did up a cookout, and that place is magic. It's, it's so if, yeah. you need, if you need it to be a drive through or uh, uh, take it to go, hit up a cookout. I hit a cook up at, um, I ate at a cookout in Virginia um, in, in March. It was good. I've, I, it's, it's a very Southern chain and it's in Georgia. So that's another one. If you need another fast food option. Um, I've never I, seen a place with more flavors of milkshakes. Yeah. I think they had like 32 flavors or something like that. And then like your combos are like, you can get a hamburger and some chicken nuggets and then your side is fries. It's like, what? This is a combo. This is weird. But it's awesome. There's All a, right. Yeah, I, I recommend. Well, that's Atlanta. Atlanta's a great city. We we only dipped our toe in. There are so many options, so many places to go. Um, my advice in Atlanta, well, I do want to add two more things to food just real quick. Yep. If you needed a Chinese food place in Atlanta, you will get fried chicken as like you'll get like one leg of fried chicken. Like it's just <laughs> standard. It's fucking amazing. Like the, uh... It's the uh, Pittsburgh salad of Atlanta. You get a yeah. piece of fried chicken. Like instead get. of a fortune cookie, here's your chicken leg. Um, so that's just fucking awesome because you can just have fried rice and chi- and fried chicken. That's amazing. Um, the second thing I'm going to point out is when you're in Atlanta, if you're just looking for a place to eat, you're tired, whatever. Every like strip mall near Atlanta has a wing place and it's probably good. Great. So that's the food. What the heck are we talking about next, Jeff? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think uh, we got the little uh, Fun Spot America action going on. Oh yeah, Fun Spot America. Yeah. Do you have um any history on this? I know it's been uh, a couple park names before. Uh, as it's Fun Spot fun America sp- now. We're gonna say Fun Spot in Atlanta in name is relatively new. Uh, yeah. Open their gates in 2017 after Fun Spot America purchased an existing Fun Junction USA Park in Fayetteville, Georgia. Uh, and probably the main notable thing to mention is that they just recently installed the acclaimed RMC Airy Force One. <laughs> what a ride! This this is this park is hilarious. I actually I visited this park when it was Fun Junction USA when nobody knew about it, nobody knew it existed, um, and it was just two. It was just one coaster. I, I just went there for one credit and just kind of checked the place out. And it's fucking weird. You park in the grass. The amusement park is in the parking lot, um, and now it just has an RMC. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like the, the I I can't wait to actually go see it because this park is so small and weird and then for them to just be like huge rmc is such a weird thing but um has transformed this park so let's talk about the coasters um and we'll start with airy force one it's the 2023 new edition a lot of people are liking this ride um it looks like it's well paced it looks like the only part i might not like is the finale of it but you know, the little pops of airtime that RMC has to do on every coaster now. Um, but yeah, I think it looks good. I think it has potential when I ride it to be one of my favorite RMCs. I don't know how you feel about it. I I need to revisit. Uh, I didn't I actually, I'm just not realizing I did not 
watch a POV for this. I do feel like I remember watching like when they announced it, mm-hmm. not being like blown away. Just the POV side. The video was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, you go through a tree at one point. Going like riding, riding and watching are two entirely separate animals. Uh, so, you know, if it's got rave reviews now, probably for a reason. So, well, I'll let you watch that POV, and while you do, I'll, I'll explain the other two coasters because it won't take long. Um, okay. The 2007 edition is their Hurricane coaster and ENF Myler coaster. This is the one that I've ridden, um, and those adult sized Myler coasters are pretty janky and pretty fun. So. Um, it was worth it enough for me to drive, you know, an hour away or whatever it was, um, from where I lived in Atlanta to get that credit. And, um, it was cool. And then in 2019, you saw the addition of Sea Serpent, their kitty coaster. It's a kitty coaster. It's in its fourth fucking location. Now it's Six Flags America, uh, which is kind of funny, but yeah. So you got three coasters there. I would rank them, but the ranking speaks. I mean, it's an obvious ranking. Nobody could possibly not rank it the way you're thinking they're, these three coasters are ranked. So we're not even going to mention it. It's not worth it. Right. I am riding it now. Oh, he's riding Fair. it now. Riding it now. Are you off? Are you Are you in the middle of the ride? Oh, he's, he's I just went over the overbanked. Mm, the overbank. Outer bank, whatever it's double called. Double up, double down right now. He's probably about to go into a helix after some Purple. rolls. And now hold on tight because you're just going to get ejected. Love it. Doesn't it look like a, a, a very well-paced ride? Yeah, and I, it feels very appropriate for a park like this. Like, it doesn't feel, like, too big for it. Really? You think that? I think it's way too fucking big for this park. I mean, I would probably have to see the park itself to fully understand it. I oh, think yeah. the main the main critique... I have about the surroundings is how much they separated it from the woods on that original part. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot cooler if the woods were right up against it. That's true. So um, that's I do know, opinion. I do know massive, massive expansion plans are planned for this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they've like put out some plans of like a potentially a hotel and like a water park, um, but they have a lot of land there. So I'm hoping that this RMC is a sign of things to come. Yeah. Uh, other attractions to point out, there's really honestly not a lot. They have a, a, an SNS swing, the hot seat, like one of those four seaters. Um, it's a pretty good ride. Gives you something to do while you're taking a break from the RMC. They also have a Ferris wheel, just generic, but it is a Ferris wheel. And uh, I think it was a total of three go-kart tracks. So if you like go-karts, I mean, every fun spot has a ton of them and this is no exception. Love it. Uh, I am looking at, I don't remember what page or why it's on this page, um, but they have on their website, one of the coolest representations of their height guide, like a height guide at any park yeah. uh, where they have a, like, it's a narrow list and they have it just grouped in the, uh, like it's, it's easily accessible. I think for anybody wanting to know what, what all their kids can ride. Um, nice. I, I'm on the food page, and for some reason, the hike guide's on there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, sorry, I got sidetracked looking at that. Now I'm a little confused because Air Force One is absent from that list. 
It's pretty funny. Haven't yeah, I don't yet. know if I overlook it. I was going to say it just got added. So, oh, okay. That, that may be why. But I do like the organization of that. And I think that's very uh, guest friendly. Yeah, that's true. So, hey, did they, uh, they have any food there at all? I like, legitimately don't know. They have four places. And before I dive into those four places, uh, I wanted to be sure to shout their online one-day dining deal. Um, I don't know if this is a limited uh, deal that they're doing, but it would be worth checking the site because it is, again, online only. Uh, For $24.99, you can get two meals and one snack for your single-day visit. Uh, The meals include an entree, side, and dessert. Again, and you can get a snack as well participating locations through the park uh they market this as a savings of over 34 percent versus oh. what you might pay for stuff individually there you so go. seems seems like a pretty solid deal so i wanted to give a shout to that um now these places we've got the snack bar okay and i think they all of their uh dining plan options are all grouped together as like this is your entree side and dessert all come together so it's literally all the food we have in one platter yeah uh at the snack bar we've got the entree option uh the headliner is the cheeseburger french fries and a cookie or a hot dog french fries and a cookie or a personal pizza french fries and a cookie they also sell churros oh yeah uh then we've got the clucky chicken coop they specialize in chicken i imagine that okay Uh, they've got Chicken tenders, french fries, and a cookie. They got <laughs> six wings, french fries, and a cookie. Or a chicken sandwich, french fries, and you guessed it, a cookie. I hope you like french fries. Uh, I feel like I'm at a uh, a Raisin Cane's right now. It's like you'll have the french fries. Yeah. Their okay. snack option list for this, uh, for the clucky chicken coop is french fries. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have an Auntie Anne's. Uh, who is categorized as snack. Uh, they've got their original pretzels and then the cinnamon sugar pretzels. I don't know if you ever had those cinnamon sugar pretzels. Oh, they're fire. I'm not ashamed to say I love an Auntie Anne cinnamon sugar pretzel. Yeah. Uh, and then rounding out the list of food options, we've got the Funnel Cake Factory, their snack options. Deep fried Oreo, deep fried Snickers, or deep fried Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Okay. Well, not... It's called the Funnel Cake Factory, and there's not a single funnel cake on their menu. Must be on the facade. Unless... Can't change it. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> this. these might, now that I'm looking at it, I think these are just the places participating in the, uh, the online meal deal thing. Okay. So there may be like other little booths and stuff. I'm just not realizing that. My apologies, everybody. But uh, if it's named the Funnel Cake Factory and they don't sell funnel cake, that's a little confusing. Let's be honest, Jeff. If you're if you're going to Atlanta, don't don't eat at Fun Spot Atlanta. Yeah, probably. There's just too go much good food. Taco Mac sandwich yeah. sandwich or visit with a visit to Taco Mac both before and after. There you go. Excellent. Well, that's Fun Spot um, America. Fun Spot America Atlanta is the official name, <laughs> which is funny to me. We call it Fun Spot Atlanta, but um, I'm glad that Fun Spot operates this park and it's getting the um, 
potential recognition and and investments. So I think it's on enthusiast map now, which is pretty cool, which only helps out six flags over Georgia, in my opinion. I would agree. Hey, we got one more. Visiting by Jason is a big deal. Yeah. And we got one more park to visit in Georgia. And uh, boy, is it uninspiring. Let's talk about it. The Hershen Park. Wild Adventures, and this is nowhere near Atlanta. This is, I want to say it's like three or four hours from Atlanta, directly south. It's its almost in Florida. It's like right on the border there in Valdosta, Georgia, called Wild mm-hmm. Adventures. Um, I do email Hershend regularly to remind them that this park does exist and they should invest in it, and I um, haven't heard back yet. So uh, I'm, I'm doing the Lord's work for everybody here. Do but, they know um, who you are? No, they don't. It's It's weird. Um, but anyways, there you're looking at six coasters here, and this might be the worst coaster lineup in America. Uh, we've got 1998 um, edition, the Vacoma Boomerang. We've talked about a million of those. Um, t- the 2000 edition, you have Marsh Mayhem, which used to be called Go Bananas, which I think was a better name. Um, <laughs> this is this is a wild mouse coaster, and it, it's it's fine, it's fine. Um, also in 2000, it must be Vacoma because they put these in in the same year. Outpost Express, the Vacoma roller skater coaster. So, if you've ridden a Vacoma roller skater, you're good. Some Vacoma salesperson just went nuts and just sold all their fucking shit mm-hmm. to this park. Speaking of Vacoma, 2003 saw the addition of Swamp Thing, which is the family suspended coasters. So if you're keeping track at home, that's one, two, three, four clones that I've talked about, and we're almost done with the coaster lineup. Yikes. 100%. 2019, you have the Swamp Water Snake, another clone, Zamperla Mini Mouse, which looks like a cool kitty coaster. And then for number six, our six out of six coaster is Twisted Typhoon, the 1999 edition SLC. Every fucking roller coaster at this park is a clone. Yikes. But hey, they have a Sky Coaster. That was closed on my visit. I think they only operated on Saturdays or something at the time I was there. That's weird. Um, okay, so I'm going to... Sh- let's finish off the coaster lineup. Let's, let's rank them. Let's rank... I mean, there's six, so we've done our top five. So if you've done your top five, you've also done your top six. Yeah, let's, we can just make it a... We rank the coasters at this part. Yep, ranking the coasters here. Um, at number six for me, Twisted Typhoon, the SLC. It was fucking terrible. Oof. Um, by the way, I visited this park with Theme Park Stud. He lived in Orlando. I lived in Atlanta. It was a good meeting point. We only did that once. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's never do this again. Um, but anyway, Twisted Typhoon, one of one of the least favorite coasters I've ever been on. Yeah. What's your number? So six? I should point out I've ne- I've never been here uh, and was going solely based on how the uh, uh, how the POVs went in combination with my feelings on them as a clone because, like you said, it's entirely yeah. clones. You probably this literally rode like, all these rides. It's just in a in a humid place now. Right. This <laughs> was like ranking six turds. They're all turds. They're all turds. Uh, my number six is the boomerang. Because it's a boomerang. I think they should be wiped off the face of the earth. I agree. 
My number five should be. My number five is Boomerang. And the reason Boomerang is ranked above an SLC is because I slightly rank Boomerangs over SLCs because they're quicker. Uh, well, I guess they're not. I don't know. There's something about an SLC. That, when an SLC sucks, it sucks. Sucks, sucks. Mm-hmm. What's your number five? Uh, Marsh Mayhem. Okay. The this wild is probably going to be very confusing for us. Yeah, I hate wild mouse. Wild yeah, mice, they... You, uh, you hate them more than anything. My ribs up. Yep. That's fair. What's your number four? What's your number four? My number four is Swamp Water Snake. It is... I've never ridden one of these, but it was boring as shit to watch it. Yep. But at least it didn't look painful. So that has that going for it. Yeah. I I also ranked Swamp Water Snake at number four, and it is the only coaster on this list I haven't ridden. Or ridden... Mm -hmm. I haven't ridden a a clone of that either, which is kind of surprising. All right, to the top three, the, the crown jewels of this park. What's your number three? Outpost Express. Oh, the roller skater. Yeah. Uh, my call look, look, looked all right, but it's didn't really do much for me. Again, we're ranking six turds. Six turds. Not going to be able to justify these super great because we're both going to have good reasons to drop drop these turds where they lie. My number three is Swamp Thing, which is the Vacoma Hang and Bang roller coaster. Well, these are generally okay. Uh, there's a little bit of a shuffle to this one. It's kind of rough, and you hit your head. So that's going in at number three, which is why it's in a top three ride. <laughs> what's well, your number two? Swamp, Swamp Thing was my number two. Um, okay. Only because, like again, going on based on point of views, I... It didn't look awful, which I guess is enough for number two. Again, as I've said like six times, we're ranking six turds. My number two is Outpost Express, a fucking roller skater. (laughs) What is your number one coaster at Wild Adventures? This is hilarious because it was your worst. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's Twisted Typhoon, but again... I've ridden SLCs before, and I've been blessed not to have like a, a god awful ride on one. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I can really appreciate what a bad one would feel like. Um, but the the video did not suggest that it was in bad shape. It looked pretty much on par for an SLC. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it was on a stabilizer or something else, but it looked. I mean, it's like the park's primary, like full size coaster, like mm-hmm. for adults. Uh, so that's pretty much the driving force for me to put it at number one here. <laughs> nice. My number one is one you ranked very low, uh, Marsh Mayhem. This is the Wild Mouse. Um, it's the only adult coaster there that actually has some joy in it, mm. and that's enough for it to be number one at Wild Adventures. This coaster lineup is ass. Honestly, this was the most depressing ranking for anything I've ever done in my life. Yep, I'm pretty sad too. Uh, let's just move along here then. I've got some other rides here. There's not many, surprisingly. Uh, you have the American Flyers. So they do have Flyers. That's a cool flat ride where you can move up and down. And then they have Blazer Blast Off and SNS Tower. Actually sits nicely on the lake there, and it's pretty. 
Um, one thing I do want to point out about this ride, I think they have a concert venue. So they actually, if you do plan to go to this park, I don't know, is it, is it better to go during a concert and like brave the lines? Or is it better to just go in for an hour and knock it out on a Tuesday? I don't know. Um, but anyway, the concert venue is there. Now, while this amusement park portion sucks, they also have a shitty zoo and a shitty water park to go with it. But when you put them all together and you actually participate in the water park, the rides, and the zoo, it's not half bad. It's an okay park. Hmm. Do you have anything to say about Wild Adventures? Do we have food there? We do, actually. And honestly, it might be the one saving grace for the place. I highly okay. recommend yeah, Hershen should have good food, right? Yeah, because uh, like actually looks edible. <laughs> uh, lead off with Congo wings. Okay. The picture they've provided of their wings actually look good. Like I would eat these. Like they're not like drowned in sauce, just enough to coat, and they look nice and crispy. I hate being when better. Drowned in sauce, it's the worst. I hate when they're drowned in sauce or they're uh, fried in a. Like there's breading or a batter on. Yeah, them. it's like what Don't the like fuck it. is this? Yeah, it's not how chicken wings are meant to be eaten, in my opinion. Uh, well, at least like buffalo wings, if they're going to be covered in sauce, don't cover them in batter first. Yeah, but that's a personal taste thing. But if you like it with batter, you're still wrong. So <laughs> anyway, uh, next up is Lone Star Barbecue. Uh, they've got barbecue chicken or pulled pork. Uh, sandwiches along with what appears to be fries and coleslaw doesn't look half bad but it probably is <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, next on the list we've got the outpost canteen whose picture drew me in with frozen cheesecake on a stick and it looks yeah. like Duncan chocolate like i i really want one right now good uh, yeah uh, they also have refreshments and salted pretzels uh, among other snacks, but uh, you go for the frozen cheesecake on a stick. So yeah, you do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next on the list is Typhoon Tacos, as the name suggests. It's tacos. Probably aren't aren't bad. Uh, we don't get a picture of their tacos, so hopefully that doesn't mean they're actually bad. <laughs> uh, we get a picture of the restaurant front. Um. So I mean, judge for yourself. Uh. <laughs> There's a lot of like good honorable mentions, I would say. So I highly recommend, especially so one that didn't make the list, but I probably should mention anyway, is their picture at Sugar Shack has like this mason jar full of ice cream. And then it looks like the ice cream version of a Bloody Mary where it's got all this candy and shit mm. sticking out of the top. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like one of those, but it's got to be like an end of day thing. Like, cause I'm not riding rides after that yeah. or walking a lot because then I'll be, I don't remember. I think it was Anchorman where Will Ferrell drinks a bunch of milk and it's like really hot day and he just goes, milk was a bad choice. Seems like it would uh, be that movie. Yeah. You're not fond of Will Ferrell if I recall, right? Nah, not really. I mean, I like him in, um, this is off topic here, but uh, the one movie that he plays a serious role, Stranger with Fiction, I think is great. I think he's really good in it. Another one where he's semi-serious is... Everything Must Go. It's a good movie. Highly recommend if you've never seen it. Uh, he's an alcoholic uh, who is going through a divorce and he's basically living on his front lawn for a weekend 
Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife has locked him out of the house, and he bonds with a neighborhood kid. Wow. And it's a good movie. Anyway, back to the list for the final uh, mention here. Uh, Water's Edge, Bruise and Bites. Mm. With a picture of what might honestly be the best looking pretzel of my life. Like it's covered in like flaky salt, which I like flaky salt. It has a different taste and texture to it than other versions of salt. I don't know that I've had the opportunity to have a pretzel with flaky salt on it. So looks good, but they've also got adult beverages and uh, it looks like you're going to need them to deal with that coaster lineup. That's for sure. Um, I'm trying to figure out which venue they have that overlooks the safari. I don't know uh, it, it might be the grill at Wanyama because towards the end of that, it says enjoy your meal on the Wanyama observation deck. I don't okay. know if that. Yeah, that would probably be it. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm like doing a quick glance at the descriptions of the other place and nothing else suggests views of any sort that I can see. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. I think. One thing I also want to point out with this park is actually a decent ride. It was just closed when I was there. They have a safari train. Um, this is probably mm. the best attraction at the park, actually, that I didn't get to experience. Um, but you go around the safari and you're in like a, a miniature train. So there you go. Go go eat and go ride the safari train. That's almost worth it. Yeah. Do, they, do you know if they let you take your adult beverages on the train? Because that would just cap the experience, in my opinion. Um, when I went, that was a dry park. So, no, they probably don't. Well, and I don't know what liquor laws in Georgia are like. And actually, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, The uh, fun spot in Florida has the refillable beer cup that you were mentioning, but they did not advertise that for the Atlanta park. So that might have something to do with it now that I think about it. Uh, Yeah, the Georgia parks, they're not as free with their alcohol. So, Jeff, is that uh, that it? Is that all we we have to... Conquer with this Georgia stop, this Atlanta slash Valdosta stop. So, in our brief little intermission, that's not part of our recording. Um, I want to send a shout, and I'll mention this to you in the Discord. But uh, just noticing that we got some late submissions by Goliath for lots more places to eat uh, in Georgia, uh, stuff to do, it looks like as well. Um, so if you are already on the discord, please go check out Goliath's submissions on the topic of the day section. By the time this hits, it'll be a few days ago, but, uh, based on how well I am at remembering to actually <laughs> put on a topic of the day lately, uh, might not be too far of a scroll. So oh, uh, they, so um, thank you for all those submissions. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some good submissions in here. So, oh, the Chick-fil-A dwarf house is on there. Um, see, which is like the original Chick Fil A. I didn't um, know that. That's cool. What is like? I see they have pancakes. Or yeah, not they pancakes, have like a special pancakes. menu. <laughs> um, yeah, they cool. they just like do like actual real food there. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. The puppetry place. Look at that. Anyway, there's there's a lot of cool places. So yeah, hit that up because if if we were to mention those, it'd be a whole nother show. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if this is incentive, we will keep it as premium content. If you're not on the Discord, you get your buttons over there and 
get to be a part of this community. It's we free. are Coaster Cousins. Yep, check it out. Solo.to slash Coaster Cousins. Um, excellent. Well, hey, thanks for highlighting that, man. That was good. Um, uh, I do want to, our next stop, actually. So we're getting into a really interesting part of this road trip where I have to finally figure out how the fuck we're going to do Florida, which is a <laughs> Something we've been dreading for three years. Yeah, it's like, do we do a, an eight-hour show or do we chunk it up? So um, to avoid that a little bit farther, because Orlando is going to be the hard part, we're going to Tampa. We're going to go to Tampa next because that's a, an easy cut there. So we're going to highlight Tampa, Bush Gardens, Tampa, um, as well as the Tampa area. So that'll be enough for a, a gigantic show, I would say, wouldn't you? We also have our Patreon that you should definitely check out, um, which you can find at solo.to slash coaster We have different tiers for exclusive content. Uh, Logan and I have recorded the first off-topic episode where we actually talk quite a bit about roller coasters. Surprise, surprise. But uh, some off-topic stuff. Talk a little bit about what's going on in our personal lives and that sort of thing. Um, to get access to, and that show is called Canceled Cuzzies. We talk about whatever we want. It's crazy. It's unedited. It's, it's raw, Jeff. It's raw. I love for a good uh, raw dog podcast. That's right. But for just three... Dollars a month, you can get extra access to the Raw Dog podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should change the name of it. Um, and that's the one we're highlighting. At, at that three dollars a month, you get access to the Prairie Coasting episodes as well as ad-free episodes, early access to the podcast when that's available. Um, Patreon exclusive coal, uh, Patreon exclusive polls and giveaways, and that bonus off topic. And we do have a couple of other options, a $5 option and $10 option that include um, a little bit more, like a shout out on the show, as well as um, a monthly Zoom hangout with the hosts. So definitely check that out. Um, would appreciate if you guys sign up. The, the money that you put into the show will go back into the show, whether that's buying new equipment, helping with travel with theme parks, that sort of thing. So um, just trying to find ways to keep the show going. Apparently, Jeff, it costs money to, to kind of do a podcast. Um, turns out. I know nothing about that because I just do, do what I'm told. And uh, <laughs> you point to my talk. At Patreon, as well as everything else, you can find at solo.to slash coastercuzzies. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. And um, we also have any contact, any content that I've been on with other shows, uh, you can kind of find them there, too. We're highlighting a few. Um, like I was on the In The Loop podcast. Um, a couple weeks ago, which was pretty fun. Um, so you can check that out. All at solo.to slash coaster because you should have it memorized by now. It's a great place to go if you just want to look at our shit. Stay fly, America. You know what to do.